Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Harvey Norman Wampaki, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Well, it's a happy kind of Saturday, Gippsland Saturday morning here. We're live from Sinclair Stadium. I'll get to the name of that stadium a little later on. It's great to have your company. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Ian Doherty here through until midday today on preliminary final day in the Ellen Bank and Gippsland competitions. And sitting right alongside me as he has all footy season is my old mate Brad Sinclair's Sinkers. Good morning to you. Good morning, Wiz. And it was lovely driving up the highway this morning in flood-ridden... What is it? Swiss Cheese Highway? Ah, uh, yeah, I know you're God, a God, it's been wet. Big fan of the old Princess Highway. I was on it last night. I've been up in Queensland for my day job this week. Got home last night at halftime Can in I the just semi-final. Say, I was in Deniliquin for three days this week. And it's flood ridden. The creeks have just about yeah. all roads are closed. And I lucky I got out because I reckon that's going to be closed off soon. Yeah, plenty of rain up north, no doubt about that. It was pretty wet in Rockhampton and Brisbane when I was there during the week as well. But we're back in Gippsland here and there's plenty going on in the region. But before we go any further, we've got a third panellist today and it's our super producer. That's Sammy Watson. Sammy, good morning and welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Good morning, Wiz. Good morning, Sinkers. Thanks for having me, boys. And um, probably don't need to say welcome, seeing as how you're the producer. <laughs> he's the boss. Yeah, he's the boss. <laughs> he's so the what, boss. Are, what are you going to get us to talk about today, champ? Um, well, yeah, looking forward to having a chat with Travis Dorsett from outside the locker room. A friend yeah. of yours, I believe, Wiz. That'll yes, be, yeah. I reckon I be interesting. coached Trav. I don't know if I was coach or president at the footy club at the time where we met, but I've known him for a long time and it's a good thing that he's doing. Uh, so plenty going on there, and of course uh, a preliminary final today in the Allen Bank competition at two o'clock this afternoon. We'll be calling all of the action here from Nilmadanum Football Club or Sinclair Stadium, as I like <laughs> to refer to it. Uh, we call it Sinclair Stadium because Brad coached the Premiership here in 2009. Don't think mm. they've won a game since, by the way, Sammy. Ooh, but, yes, uh, they but they still love him. They ran out, they of, ran money, out of money. So the money man took off. <laughs> but they still love him here. You walk through oh, the place yeah. and they go, hey, sinkers, how are you? Might have been a couple of fags hit my car on the way in just quietly. Yeah, it could have been. So uh, it's the only place he's ever been sacked from that they still like him. So it was a nice exit for <laughs> once. So we're going to refer to this afternoon as Sinclair Stadium. No, this Stadium. is one, one club that I walked away one from. Not the one down near the water, down the ocean there. Ah, yes. Yeah, no, about as reliable as a... 
you know, what contract. I reckon <laughs> I reckon we could do a whole show Saturday and Gippsland one week on all the clubs that Brad has been sacked from over the I've years. I've got to say, yeah. this is one of the best ones I've ever been involved in. The people here are salt-of-the-earth country people. Really good it is, people here. It's a real country for, uh, feel here today. People have the jackets, four-wheel drives everywhere. The ground is surrounded by vehicles already as the under-18 preliminary final is underway here. In fact, I'll tell you, we're in the second quarter. Uh, not long to go until half time. And Long Worry, 5 5 35, leading Ellen Bank, two straight, 12. Now, thanks to Harvey Norman, one thaggy. This is Saturdays in Gippsland, and plenty going on, boys. We probably should start with the AFL. And last Woo-hoo. night, of course, the Lions getting up by 13 points in a terrific game of footy, albeit I didn't get home from uh, interstate until half time, so I only saw the second half. But it sounds like that was the best half of footy for the night. Yeah, it was. The Lions were able to turn things around after half time. They got. A, a nice goal right before the half, I believe, and yeah. that kind of got them the momentum they needed. And the fast ball movement was was what did it for the Lions. And obviously, Jared Berry was the hero in the second half. Something like twenty four disposals or twenty two disposals, I think, and um, six score involvements. And he he had the job on Clayton Oliver and, and was able to work off him and do his own thing as well. So. Yeah, really good win by the Lions. And he allegedly was... managed to get his uh, hands on another couple of balls as well. Some yeah, eyeballs of his opponent. He, yeah? yeah, he might be, he might be he... in trouble for next week, but who knows. I reckon he's okay. Uh, yeah, I reckon so... he could be the water boy next week somehow, but it was a great game. Yeah, Did I... you have a good look at it? Yeah, but they don't muck around with eye gouges. Yeah. He might have been going for the jump, but he got him, and it's as simple yeah, as that. So... Hey, uh, I will say, and, and I, I think I said this about today's game and any finals game, uh, quite often... Games of finals games are won in the coach's box, and I reckon it was last night. Uh, I reckon what, um, like Sam just said about Berry, uh, Fagan, Chris Fagan at half time moved Berry in there, took Robertson out. Yep. Now that is a gutsy move of yep. a coach. You're right, you're spot on, and this afternoon's going to be won in the coach's box as well. Now, just on that subject, boys, there is a coaching position available in the AFL at the moment. Brad, if you're interested, a man who's been sacked for more coaching jobs than most of us have had hot dinners, <laughs> and that's down at the Bombers. Oh, yeah, who'd want that? Plenty going on. Well, it's funny who'd want that because it turns out Ross Lyon doesn't when we all thought he did. And I actually thought he'd be pretty good uh, for the project nonetheless. And this is off AFL 360 earlier in the week. This is Jordan Lewis, who's part of that coaching selection panel, the process, in inverted commas. This is what he had to say about Ross Lyon. Yeah, I think any time you have the opportunity to elect a new coach... You want any every possible candidate to, to put their hand up and and want to be a, a part of it and and potentially be successful in that in that um, period. So yeah, I'm a little bit like Robbo. He's clearly been a good coach for for a long time. Um, one that's sitting out there and you just don't know whether he wants to come back or well you do know that he doesn't want to come back at the moment. So yeah, a little bit disappointed. But then also it's all right. Well, you're out. You're out. Let's let's move on. It's not the end of the world. See, I'm not sure that's right. So they've come out straight away. The president comes in, boots the other president out, takes over, right? No process around that, is there? No. Took over. We want an experienced coach. And the footy world said it's probably a Ross Lyon kind of figure that's going to straighten them out. In fact, even some of the players said it'll be that style of coach they want. The biggest mistake they could make is to put on an untried coach. But they're going to establish this process. The process precludes, so basically it doesn't recognise experience. It says, you're going to have to come in and tap dance for us and put on five PowerPoint presentations. And Lyons going, sorry, boys, tell your story, Walker. Well, not only does it eradicate an experienced coach, it eradicates anyone that's coaching right now because they can't go through the process. Well, spot on. So it's, it's actually what they're doing here is dumber yes. than what they did 
during the season by keeping the guy there as a dead man walking. And they can't. Yeah. What really frightens me is that these aren't even Essendon people. They're people outside the process like Lewis and Robert Walls who can't see that if they stick to this process that they keep talking about, they're precluding guys like Lyon. Oh, he, I mean, crazy. Sh- so I've got one question for you. Should he have to do five PowerPoint presentations no. and dance in the boardroom for no. him? I, th- I, think the, I think the first part of the process Ross Lyon wasn't going to have to be involved in, which was going to yeah. be psych- kind of psychological testing and all that kind yeah. of yeah. stuff. But the next two or three steps of the process, he was going to have to be. And, yeah, he wasn't keen to be a part of that. And and a- Should have done what North did. Yeah. Went for Clarkson, got him. Yep. If you want your man... So where was the process there? There wasn't one. No. They spotted someone they exactly. wanted. He was the right that's fit. That's what you've got to do. Go get him. You so it's one or the other. You can't have Got to be aggressive right? in the market. Yeah. You can't have savoury and sweet at the same time. It's like, can't... What's that other word? You, uh, I don't like the saying, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Well, why would I want the cake, Wiz? Well, it looks like you've already had it, but that's <laughs> something for another day, Bradley. Now, this uh, drama is not over, of course, because there are other players in this game, most notably uh, James Hurd, who uh, oh, former Essendon no, coach who left in disgrace, and he's had, let's be honest, a troubled life coming out of that. There's been some issues, but uh, been at GWS for a year or so now and getting himself back into footy. Uh, this is a little grab from James on talking about what would have to happen for him to be interested. Oh, my God. Would you like to coach again? Um, there's a lot of elements about it I like. Um, uh, I was asked by a CEO of a footy club six weeks ago would I like to coach again. Not, not his club, but yep. we'd like to coach again. And my honest answer was there's some elements about it I really like. Um, I'd have to have family considerations to do it. I love the fact that you get in deeply and you, as I said, you work with young people to create something really, really special and you create a great team environment. But I've worked very hard over the last six years to create another sort of business arm. Yes. And I'm 50. Yeah. You go down that, like at 40 when it happened, I could actually transition and go. At 50, you, uh, you, you go down that then that that's almost it, right? So they have to think very carefully about the, that the path that the path that I take. So yeah. and has to be an op- opportunity too, obviously. Yeah, gee, um, yeah, I'm a bit more confused now than I was before. You boys? Oh, I, don't, oh, I don't even want to comment on that. I I, <laughs> I don't know why they're even thinking about or he's thinking. About, it's just oh, it's ridiculous, and it's because these Essendon people. Poor old Maddie Knights could coach. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. done a wonderful job at Geelong yep. with their development. As re- and if you're not an Essendon person, you're not wanted. And it's a joke. And that's why they're sitting where they are. And I don't care what anyone says. Kevin Sheedy's got a lot to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Just it's drift stuff. off into the sunset. So there's an element there of this emotional bringing back and everything's forgiven and all that sort of stuff. But footy moves too quick for that yeah. now, I'm afraid. And, uh, yeah, interesting uh, feedback there. And that's from the Howie Games podcast, I think. That yeah, right? yeah, it was. Uh, which came out at midnight the other night. Plenty going on. Uh, yeah, I think they've got to work out what their process actually is, the Bombers, but that's a good one. So I assume from what you're saying, Brad, you're not going to apply for the job? Why would you? I mean, just happen I know to have you, the stadium been, here named after you instead. Yeah, well, exactly, and you get a, you get a nice pie here. But look, I, 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 this Essendon thing has just become an absolute farce and a joke. Yeah, 
It really is. So what about the D's last night going down? Straight sets, out they go. They just couldn't uh, they, they couldn't kick enough goals in the end. They really did miss McDonald at the centre-half forward, in my view. And there were some key moments where defenders made fundamental mistakes under pressure and uh, the Lions got up. It was pretty good to watch, wasn't it? It was. I think Melbourne have got a, a genuine problem of fading in games. It's a genuine yeah. problem. It's, I, I it's think they've got a problem with how they bring the fall into the forward, the footy into their forward <laughs> 50, Brad. I, that's, they're just not hitting targets, but they're getting in enough and... You know, uh, Fritz is a good converter of the footy, but uh, there's too many others just turned over in there and it comes out again. Yeah, they... Sinkers is right. I reckon over 75% of their leads this year, they would have had... Uh, 75% of their losses this year, they would have had a two or three goal lead at some stage. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the, the forward connection's been an issue all year pretty much, but they were able to get through that in the first 10 rounds and never really fixed it. After the buy, Tom McDonald did prove to be a pretty big loss to their side, obviously. And yeah, yeah, I don't, probably probably wouldn't have been the right call to play in this week anyway. After just one game in the VFL. Go back to this show last week where we spoke about too, where Tom Lynch hit that check side instead of using the left foot. And I remember saying in this show, if it was up the other end, um, the young Indigenous boy Cameron mm. would have come around and kicked it on his left foot. Did you see the goalie kick that put him 14 yeah. points in front? Yeah, that terrific. was the one that I'm talking about. And and I just thought Melbourne were... What Brisbane did was what Sydney did last week at halftime against Melbourne. They started to lower their eyes and hit up these front-on targets that were leading at the ball carry, and it turned the game. Yeah, that's AFL for now. We might get a chance to come back to that. We didn't talk about the game tonight at the MCG. It's evidently sold out, Collingwood and Fremantle. And I'm tipping there's all three Fremantle supporters are turning up this <laughs> afternoon for that one at 4.30 as well. Hey, we're live here at Nilma Darnham for Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. It's a preliminary final day in the Ellen Bank competition this afternoon. Near and south will be face-to-face with the Ellenbank Football Club for a spot in the 22 grand final for the Ellenbank competition. So if you can't get down here, don't move that radio dial and join us again at 2 o'clock this afternoon for that match. But Saturdays at Gippsland here through till midday. We're going to take a break and we'll be back with more right after this. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. It's great to have your company here Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. We're live on location today at Nilma Darnham Football Club. It's preliminary final day in the Bank competition a little later on this afternoon, 2 o'clock in fact. So make sure you join us there. With Brad Sinclair and Sammy Watson here on preliminary final day and um, plenty going on in the region but I love these sort of stories it's uh, it's a really good one this one it's uh, uh, a mental health LBGTI inclusion around uh, gambling and drugs as well it's called Outside the Locker Room and it's a special one-off game between two clubs we've been going for a number of years and this year playing at the Lang Lang football ground on Friday before the AFL Grand Final, so not far away. And one of the organisers, one of the founders of this uh, setup, joins us on the line. He's an old mate of mine, Trav Dorset. Trav, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Morning, Wiz. Thanks, guys, for having me. No, no, it's a, it's a great pleasure, mate. And uh, it's been a little while since I've seen you, but, I, you know, I follow everything you do, and uh, it's going back a few years. I can't remember whether I was president of the club you played at or was coaching at the time. But, boys, you like Trav. He's uh, uh, given himself his own nickname uh, back in the day. Trav, you like this one, the superstar? Oh. 
And uh, oh, jeepers! <laughs> no, Travi could play a bit of footy. He was going all right, and just retired this year, age forty. Trav, is that right? Uh, forty-one, and uh, I won't say I've officially hung him up, but I'm pretty much done. <laughs> so now, There's talk to us about one. this game. Let's go back to uh, outside the locker room firstly. I want to know how this started and uh, when it started and uh, what it's all about before we move into uh, this year's game. Yeah, so basically um, the game as we know it has been around for well over 10 years. It was an excuse for for all of us boys that don't get to play with each other because we're all through different clubs to to have a kick. Um, And back in... 2017, uh, we decided we, we'd, we'd uh, get a mental health charity. Obviously, mental health is, you know, pretty full on at the moment, I think. Don't quote me, but I think the stats are about six males a day uh, take their lives through suicide. Yeah, it's frightening, uh, it? So we thought that oh, it's, 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 it's beyond belief to think that that many people are, uh, are doing it and, and we're still not talking about it as an everyday thing. Um, so yeah, back in 2017, we we um, decided we'd do it for a charity, and we got through a mutual mate of ours, Ben Black. We got uh, Toddy Morgan and uh, outside the locker room involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those that don't know much about outside the locker room, they they deal with mental health, gambling, drugs, LGBTQI inclusion inside sporting clubs. Not just football, they do a wide range of clubs, netball and softball and baseball. Um, and the work they do is, is, is it's incredible. Um, their CEO, Todd Morgan, he's just a little ripper of a human. He's a, um, his passion and, and the time he puts into, into outside the locker room is, is unbelievable. So um, we're very proud to be partners with him for the day. It's a good association, Trav, and I'm interested in the game itself. So, the Nepean Seagulls and the Bayside Sharks, so evolved has this event become as a one day in the year. There are two full football clubs, uh, and there's a fair bit of tribalism around this too. You guys play for keeps, but it's evolved not just into one game. It's thirds, reserve grade, seniors, and now netball as well, Trav. Uh, and also, we've got the women's as well, mate. Um, yeah. So, we, oh, we women's started footy. with two men's sides. Yeah, so it's two men's sides back in, in 2017, and yep. look, it's just grown. Um, as I said, we've got three men's games, a women's, and, and looking at showcasing some netball this year between Lang Lang and Turretin. Yep. Um, as I said, it just, it's just getting bigger and bigger. We've probably, look, there's a few guys that missed out. We could probably have another three men's sides and another two women's sides, to be honest, but where do you draw the line? You know, we've got, yeah, everybody we've got wants four to play. Games of footy, which is, well, and the thing is, it's 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 all through through. Look, the one rule we have for the game is myself and Jaden, who organises the the sharks, is you have to be uh, either a played footy with us or a friend or like a mate of a mate. So yep. it's all you know. We've got two hundred players all up, and I think, well, I know the hundred hundred players on my side, both men's and women's. I've all met them all through football or or through a mate that I've known through football, and it's just. The, so the everybody gets together and has together a great to time too. A, a great time too, oh. mate. I wonder if you need a coach because uh, Brad Sinclair is sitting here with me and it looks like the Nepean Seagulls and the Bayside Sharks are the only two clubs that haven't sacked him as a coach yet. <laughs> uh, well, we can fix that up, can't we, Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're, we're always quite happy to have some experience on board, mate. So if you want to come down, we might find you a spot there. I'm sure you can hold the board up for someone. 
There you oh, go. Do you, that, uh, do you sell pies? Yeah, you have to. No, but Brad, you have to go through the process before you get the coaching oh, job. Oh no, the sorry, Me sharks. And Ross, Ross and I don't seagulls. do that. We don't do the process. Oh, I see. Okay, now Trav, this uh, this year's game, and of course, uh, it is a fundraiser. Uh, through outside the locker room. So it's a real worthwhile thing. Uh, men's health and LBGTI inclusion, gambling and drugs, etc., etc. It's Friday the 23rd of September, and this year you've taken it away from Frankston Oval. You're out at Lang Lang. Yeah, unfortunately we, we, we couldn't have... We've played the last three games at Frankston, and unfortunately with AFLW being scheduled there this year, we, yeah. we couldn't get on the ground, so... We were looking for another venue, and uh, I have quite a few players from Turretin, and yep. um, they, they spoke to their president, Jonesy, and then Jonesy's got on to Brewery at Lang Lang, and um, they've, well, Brewery's been an absolute legend. Uh, he's a, he's a great man. To help. Oh, he's a ripper of a bloke. Um, going, uh, bending over backwards to, to try and make this day the best we can. So we're going to have, like, the bar will be open, the canteen will be open, um, oh. and it'll be... I'll be down there, mate. The football hey. as you're talking here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's some footy. We're out at uh, Nilma Darnham today, preliminary final day in the Ellen Bank competition. Now, uh, you're going to like Lang Lang, by the way. It's a great facility. I don't think you'll go back to Frankston Oval after you've been there too, and Brewery will look after you, no doubt about Jelly that. Jelly slices. <laughs> so um, you're gonna, are you lining up with the Seagulls this year, Trav? Or Superstar, should I call you? Uh, I, no, no, I, um, I've given away. I played the first first. I coached and played the first charity game and uh, realised that there's there's a lot of organisation behind the scenes. Like, yeah. the two sides, we, we design our own jumpers and so we have a full plane kit, jumpers, shorts, socks. Um, you know, and we've got a hundred, I've got 100 players over four games. We, we, we had play with 25 a side so we can try and squeeze a few more players in. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, with the stress of organising everything, I don't, I don't seem to... Um, get much time to get out there and, and run off. I even sacked myself as coach in the, after the first year. So, <laughs> Jeez, I haven't done that, Wiz. I'm, uh, no, that's I'm, a I'm, new... <laughs> I'm just the president organiser now of the, of the nah, game. good on you. That's, uh, that's good. my title. Good on you. How, how hard do the, uh, do the players go, Trav? Are they cracking in pretty hard, trying to get the win? Uh, yeah, the, so the, the earlier games are like... Our third game's just a lot of older blokes. Like we've got a, quite a few father sons, and I think I've got four or five guys over fifty playing this year. Um, so that's just a bit of fun that game. But once you get to the main game, or even the women's game, like the women's game, they joined us for the first time last year, and that was a brutal, brutal contest. They they were cracking in hard. But uh, the main game for all the listeners out there, if you want to come down and have a look, it is we. It's finals-like type of footy. Like we've had a few comments down Frankston Way that it's sort of MPNFL-style finals footy. Yep. Um, yep. You know, we've got uh, through both sides. We've got League B and F winners. We've got um, you know some of the listeners will might know. I've got Brett Williams, the captain of Katani, playing. So there's a lot of talent spread out. Um, you know, across both sides. Um, but definitely worth coming down. It, it's pretty serious. Take the charity out of the game. We play we play for keeps in the main game. Um, you probably want to try SEN's Mitch Smith, a Katani player as well. <laughs> put him down in the forward line there. It'd be worth a few goals. Give, I'll put you in touch with Mitch. Uh, you, his reputation would surely precede him anyway. You'd know who Mitch was. Just quickly, Trav, is there, is there any kind of big names apart from Mitch Smith and um, <laughs> is there any big names that, that you are, that are going to be playing from Gippsland circles that our listeners probably would be aware of 
Uh, I've got a couple of guys from uh, Woodside. They were at Terrelgan in Gav Stevenson and, and Will Broadbent. Will Will was just named centre-half back in the North Gippsland League Team of the Year. Um, look, we've got a lot of guys from all over. I've got a lot of older guys. Because uh, I, I was down Terrelgan way for a few years and I played over 35s for the Gippsland Tigers. So I've got a few older guys there. Uh, Warren Watson was, was a pretty handy footballer back in the day around Terrelgan and Rosedale way. So there's plenty, um, uh, there's plenty lining up, Trav, from the sound of it, mate. And um, unfortunately, time's going to get away from his heads. I don't mean to cut you short, but it's a fantastic thing that you're doing, matey. And um, I'm really proud of you. As a former club president watching you run around to see you doing this, I, I, I can't tell you how proud I am of you and the other boys that are involved in organising it and all the boys and girls who are playing in this. If you can, everybody, get down there to Lang Lang Football Club on Coldermead Road. Uh, or Soldiers Road in Coldermead. It's uh, Friday the 23rd of September. So that's the Friday public holiday before the AFL Grand Final. The third starts at 12.30 and the senior match is on at 6.30pm under lights. It's going to be a beauty trap. I can't wait. Um, just before I go, I know we're running out of time, just a massive thank you to, to you, Ian, for, for getting me down on, on, on the radio today. We really appreciate any support no, we've all got. Good, and just one other one before I go. Anybody out there that is struggling, reach out to a mate and uh, let, let's remove the stigma associated with mental health. Yeah, good on you, Trav. It's a great message there and, I, and uh, we're, we're right behind you. And I might even turn up and have a couple of cheeky ones on the day as well, mate. Good on you and good luck to your Lions next Friday night, mate. I know you love the Lions and you're up against my mob, so I hope they go well and enjoy it, buddy. Good luck. Thank you, mate, and uh, good luck next week. Thanks, mate. Trav Dorset there for outside the locker room. The big game, the Seagulls and the Sharks at Lang Lang on the Friday before AFL Grand Final. Get down there and have a great day. It really does a great event. And thanks to Trav for his time. Hey, boys, we're running a bit behind here. We need to get back to the studio for our sports update uh, from the newsroom. Uh, but when we come back, a little bit more of a local flavour, we'll be talking uh, a bit about what some of the finals are coming on here with Sammy Watson. And don't forget, we also need to read out our 30-man squad that we picked during the week for the best 30 players in the Alabama competition this season. Bit sure of there. Plenty of, of controversy there, coming up. So all that's still to come, thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. This is Saturdays in Gippsland. Let's go to the newsroom. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free clip and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. This is Saturdays in Gippsland indeed and uh, it's great to have your company here on a beautiful wintry Saturday morning in Gippsland. I thought spring had arrived by the way boys. It's about 12 degrees and it's been raining. And conditions look a little heavy out on Sinclair Stadium here for the big preliminary final a little later on. Hey, it's time for our local sports update. Thanks to Gippsland Power Equipment for the best deals on Cub Cadet and Rover mowers. Don't settle for second best. Visit Gippsland Power Equipment. Sammy Watson's here with his sports update. Plenty going on in the region too, mate. Yeah, there is, boys. We've got some big finals today. Uh, yeah, prelim final in the Gippsland League and some grand finals in other leagues around Gippsland. We'll start with the prelim final in the in the region. Region's premier competition. Uh, One Thaggy Powell will be playing Sale after the power narrowly went down to Langatha last weekend. Uh, had a kick with probably 30 seconds left to go to put him in front. Just missed it. And uh, the Parrots held on and they're now in the grand final. So Sale came from behind to knock off Terrelgan. 
They'll play in the at prelim. Taralgon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll play in the prelim final today at Morwell. And once they got the chocolates when they played there two weeks ago, after Troy Harley kicked seven goals, so they'll be putting a lot of time and effort into him today. And yeah, it should be a pretty close one. And Morwell, a great venue too. I drove past there this morning on the way out here, and already the grandstand at Morwell is as full as a fat lady's sock. There are people hanging off the rafters in there. It's a big day for the Gippsland League down at Morwell today. Yeah, it should be a ripper. And then, uh, who's your tip? I'll go one thaggy. Yeah, I'll yep. go one thaggy. One thaggy for me. Yep. If, uh, if I'm going to go for sale. If one thaggy, if one thaggy get up, I'll be going to watch them next week. If they don't, I'll be heading to the Gold Coast for footy trip, boys. Over us next weekend. What's I'm, happened to our special I'm, comments, man? I'm, I'm booked in. I'm booked in booked for in? either oh, one. So. Gold Coast half your luck. Bradley, know. these millennials. I don't know. <laughs> the grand final in the West Gippsland football netball competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dalmore hosting Phillip Island. As we know, Phillip Island won the last two premierships. And last year, they looked well on their way to winning a third on the trot. Uh, Turridan have had the better of them this year on most occasions. Phillip Island were able to beat them once. But uh, that's the only game Turidan have lost. And, yeah, as we know, Phillip Island last week won uh, with a kick after the siren in extra time, which against, against the Dusties, which that's got all sorts of uh, storylines behind that. Yes. What's come out during the week. We might have to touch on that a little bit later on. Mm. But, yeah, Turidan hosting Phillip Island, and that will be played at Garfield today. So What's your tip looking, there? I'll go Turidan in a close one, but don't yeah, never count out the island there. Plenty of champions in that side. This yeah. weather helps, actually helps Phillip Island. Yeah, the yeah. I reckon if it was dry, Turidan would have really belted yeah, them. I hate call. to say it because I, I really love the way they've gone about it this year, uh, Turidan, but I, I've got a feeling the doggies are going to get Really? Get, get well, I reckon Turidan yeah. will win. I'll go Phillip Island and Adam Oxley to get the best on ground medal. Oh, right. Eh? Former, former Magpie man. Go stick with the Magpies. All right. What okay, else? off to the mid Gippsland League. We've got Newborough wow. hosting uh, Yanar. Newborough, last we, we spoke to uh, Craig Skinner a couple of weeks ago, you boys did, and um, they were second or third last on the ladder last year and had a couple of down years before uh, before that, and they knocked off Tarwin a couple of weeks ago uh, to get straight into the grand final. Straight sets, Tarwin. And yeah, Tarwin played Yanar the following week, and Yanar smashed him, mm. 40, 42 points. So Yanar are up and about, they can, they'll certainly take it up to... Newborough, but my tips, my tips with the Bulldogs, Newborough for me. Mm, I like them too, the doggies. I've yeah, been Newborough with them all year. Got a few yeah. mates that follow them, and uh, yeah, I reckon they're the, they've got the goodies today. Yeah. Uh, we the next grand final, uh, Trailgan Tires United hosting Yulon Yulon North. Uh, so in the North Gippsland Football Netball League, that should be an interesting one. Yulon Yulon North knocked off Woodside by twenty three points last week to uh, in the prelim, and um, yeah, TTU had beaten Yulon Yulon North in the second semi by a pretty convincingly 48-point win a couple of weeks ago. So Trailgun Tires United will be the favourites heading into that one, but I um, don't know a heap of players up that way. Would so. have been a while since they've won one, TTU, hmm. I reckon. Hmm. Um, I go back to the... They were in the Gippsland League many years ago. Mm. When yeah, I a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in the horse and cart days. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Didn't get the sack either, I didn't. Uh, no, that's the only one. What else, Sammy? <laughs> yeah, and um, just a wrap-up of last week's grand final in the East Gippsland Football Netball League. Stratford knocked off Wyung by 20 points to claim the premiership. There, well so. done to Stratty there. They've done a good job. That was a great win. That's about it for today. All right, that's the local sports update there. Thanks to Gippsland Power Equipment for the best deals on Cub Cadet and Rover Mowers. Don't settle for second best. Visit Gippsland Power Equipment. Sammy Watson is all over the local sports update there, boys. Hey, uh, we're getting close to our next break. 
but when we come back, this is a little thing that we've been working on with League Operations Manager, and we've put together our lists as well, so very controversially. If you don't like the list, we blame Sammy Watson uh, okay. and Mitch Smith, but uh, this is our top 30 players for the season 2022 in the Ellen Bank competition. We'll name those 30. They'll come out in social media this afternoon, and then hopefully in next week's footy record we'll have the starting lineup, including interchange there, so we'll cut that 30 back to 22 during the week so coming up after that break we will be announcing that squad so uh, stay tuned there don't go anywhere and uh, you'll see that on your socials this afternoon also our little segment called Hot or Not so still plenty to come here on Saturdays in Gippsland thanks to Harvey Norman Wontaggy we'll be back with all of that right after this Harvey Norman Wontaggy your local store for computers and electrical free click and collect available now this is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. It is set days in Gippsland. It's great to have your company here. We're here until midday today. And then match of the day this afternoon, the Ellen Bank preliminary final near him south. And Ellen Bank will be doing battle from 2 o'clock this afternoon for a spot in the grand final. But right now on Saturdays in Gippsland, thanks to Harvey Norman One Thaggy with uh, free click and collect available right now on computers and electrical. It's time to name our Ellen Bank top 30 list for the 2022 season. This is our squad of the top 30. Um, who wants to read this out, boys? Me, you're pointing at me. He doesn't want anything to do with this. Does <laughs> He's got a stadium named after him and he wants to leave it at that. All right, I'm going to go in any order. So there was a process around this. This was Brad and myself and Ken Moore, the uh, league operations manager. Bob McCallum from Bullen. So these players from Bullen, Bob McCallum, Matt Gray, Sam Batson, Trent Baker, Sean Beecroft. Uh, from Trafalgar, Dylan Farrell. Daniel Lewis and Sean Dwyer from Lang Lang. Sorry, I missed Mitch Virtue from Traff and Damien Mann from Traff as well. I'm doing this in the wrong order. I probably didn't list this the right way. I'll just go through it as they are here. Uh, Daniel Lewis and Sean Dwyer from Lang Lang. Connor Cunningham from Puong. Jack Hazendonk from Puong. Travis Stewart from Nyora. Ben Rag and Nat Paredes from Ellenbank. And then there's quite a few from uh, Nearham, Nearham South that probably won't surprise anybody. Alex Johnson, Chris Ury, Isaac Fuller, Cody Wilson, Lockie Bambridge and Tyson Morrow. There are some more on the other, other page there. Uh, from Long Worry, Russell Lehman. And uh, we did Sean Booker off. Uh, Matt Edwards from Nearham, Nearham South. Nick Redley from Long Worry. Mitch Virtue, I said, from Trafalgar. Damien Mann from Trafalgar. Michael Urie from Ellenbank. Sean Phelan from Ellenbank. Tom Johnson from Ellenbank. Liam Carolyn from Ellenbank. Tyler Pairoli from Yarragon. And Andrew Logan from the Puong Footy Club. That's our list of 30. Uh, and there was a fair bit of argument there. We did have a process around it where we actually submitted lists to each other and then picked out the names that were common to all three lists and they're obviously the priority there going oh, on. You're going to get people already saying, how come he's not in the 30? How come? Because you know what? 32 don't fit in 30 and it's our team, not yours. That's right. And um, <laughs> and uh, with respect to the millennial in the room with us, Sammy, we love you very much, mate, but uh, millennials are pretty good at criticising without coming up with their own list. So you've got to be able to take one out to put one in. That's the 30 we agreed on after much argument and consternation. There's obviously some good players within the competition that have missed, missed out. out. Uh, 
hard. Luke Kinder's one that I can think of with his nine-goal effort and one game there we saw, and I think he came in the top four mm. or five goal kickers for the season. Top Very unlucky as a small forward. So there's a few there, no doubt about that. Uh, the other one that I've liked the during the year was Steve McInnes, probably... Um, oh, with his stiff. injury, probably was a bit stiff there as well from Puong. So, uh, but that is the team. We'll put that out on social media uh, a little later on this morning. Uh, so you'll get the team. I'm sure we'll get plenty of comments. That'll come up on uh, SEN Gippsland social media. I'm sure Brad Media will put it out. Gippsland Footy social media on our own will put it out there. So if you're listening, you will get a chance to look at it. We'd love to see your comments. Uh, but in particular, let's keep it positive too around uh, good mental health here. So let's firstly congratulate the 30 men that have made this side. They've had a great year. I'll tell you one that's really surprising when you go through the list. I'm not going to name the player. Mm. But there is a player that's named in the 30 of Team of the Year that was actually dropped to the reserves during the year. Yep. There you go. That's rare. Yeah, it is. And it I is. love that about yeah. it. No, I think that, but I mean, he's, a real, he's got a real X factor. I know yes. who you're talking about there. I like it. Um, but I, he's, he's one of my favourites for the year, no doubt about it. So we've seen plenty of players. We did cover every team in the competition this year, some more than others, of course, because once we'd covered every team, we were able to follow the match of the day process. So we saw the good sides. But, yeah, it's been a great year for Newham South. Uh, Ellen Bank and Bullen, so they've got the majority of players on the list. Understandably, they've played the best footy so far for the year. So the process is going to be, we're going to pick a starting 18 with a bench of four out of that list of 30, and that'll be published in the grand final footy record next week. If we get time, we'll roll through that side on paper as well in Saturdays in Gippsland. West Skippy did one during uh, the week. Yep. And, um, that was named Monday night at their presentation night. They had a list of 50. I'm very happy that we didn't go from 50 down to 22. That would have been really difficult. I like that we went with 30. 30. Yeah, I think a lot I mean, easier. the way it turned out was okay. So I think the three of us put our lists together and there were 19 men that appeared on all three lists. Yeah. So there were 19 automatic selections and then there was another dozen that appeared on two out of the three lists. Yeah. So the, the process was probably a bit easier when we were arguing about who might have missed out. But that is the list, so stay tuned. Keep it on your social media this afternoon and during the week. We'd love to see your comments, but keep them nice and positive, respectful for those no, who have made I the don't side. Mind, I don't mind having a crack at me. I, I couldn't give two hoots, to be honest, because, as I said... It's my side. It's not yours. Yeah, well, it's mine too. <laughs> yes, it's our side. Mine sorry. too. So there's our top 30 for the year 2022. Don't go anywhere, boys. Now, right, it's time for our segment roundabout this time every week called Hot or Not. It's hot. Real hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. This is hot. It's so damn hot. Not. So hot or not. And, uh, what about I get the uh, ball rolling here, boys? I've got a question for you. The Essendon coaching process. Is it hot or not? Uh, it's not. <laughs> you know my nah. point of view on it. It's ridiculous. Sammy? Uh, Come on, Sammy. I'm going to be the contrarian here and go, at least they're trying to do things their own way, not listening, not pandering to others in the media and their players. I think they've listened to their players' complaints for too long. And who knows? They might miss out on the next McRae if they just headhunted someone like Ross Lyon who might not be fully invested in the job and might not be doing it for the right things. Mm-hmm. I, I can see I can see why it might look like a bit of a mistake, but I reckon they might be able to find their man. And Adam Uze seems to be the clubhouse leader at the moment, and he might be a gun coach. Who knows? So uh, well, it wasn't a hard question, though, Sammy. Hot or not? Not. not. Uh, hot. Hot, oh, hot. 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 Sammy's hot. 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 Hot.
<laughs> Robin Williams. <laughs> well, I love Robin Williams. It sounds like Brad there. He cooks things in his shorts all the time. <laughs> all right, now I've got one more. Uh, you're going to like this one. We'll get this one away quickly. Now, the sad passing this week of uh, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, uh, and it's infected a lot of people right around the world. But interestingly, and uh, maybe this is a coincidence or not, the last five times a reigning monarch has passed away in the last 120-odd years... Do you did the research on this? Ah, I've done a bit of research, and uh, thanks, Steve. 200 years old. Uh, back in 1901, the la- when a monarch passed away, Collingwood made the grand final. Oh, here we go. We're going down this path. Uh, in 1910, when a monarch passed away, yeah. Collingwood made the grand final. Yeah. In 1936, oh, yeah. when the king passed away... Collingwood made the grand oh, final. I know he made this up, a bloody Collingwood supporter. And in 1952, uh, when a monarch passed away, Collingwood made the grand final. Mm. Just saying. Oh, no. Is that hot or not? That's it's true. an omen. It's an omen. We won, what what years What years was it? 1952. We won the flag then. Yeah. Uh, Were you? You're a Collingwood supporter? Yeah, yeah. otherwise, man. Oh, come on, mate. Pick a window. You're leaving. 1952 and 1936. Oh, every time. 52, uh, you lost so, to no, Geelong. No, sorry. 1910 and 1936, we won. 52, you lost. Yeah. 52, you lost to Geelong. Every, t- every time the price of beer went down, St Kilda won it. <laughs> Once. <laughs> you can understand why. <laughs> they needed people to drink just to get over it. So is that hot or not, boys? Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. Hot. 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 It's not bloody hot if Collingwood win it, though. No. Uh, when Collingwood wins, Australia loses. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. So hot or not, who's next? Uh, I'll go just a quick one. Craig McRae should be Coach of the Year, not Chris Scott. Uh, Hot or not? Josh, this is a Collingwood show. Uh, I'll say not. Uh, not. Yeah, you know what? You know what I think of Collingwood, but... Oh, oh, hello. I know someone in the studio that might be a Collingwood supporter as well. <laughs> I think he's a Blues man. If you're a Blues man back there... Uh, Steve, that's sacrilege what you just played. Look, I, I, I reckon that's hot, actually, because from 17th to the show. last four, he's done pretty well. So, eh? traditionally, the top side does it. Chris Chris Scott, and he's reinvented that Geelong side this year, too. Yeah. So, he's a candidate. But out of those two, no doubt yeah. about that. All right, who's next? Oh, I got, I got one. I got one. Mm-hmm. Talking about coaches of the year and teams of the year, I had a little bit to do with AFL Cairns up there uh, when I coached, and I did a bit of media work up there. Uh there's a competition of six teams in that comp. The coach of the year yeah. was the coach that finished second bottom yeah. and didn't make the fall yeah. and uh, won two games for the year. Right. When Aaron Davey, the ex-Melbourne player, coaches the Cairns Lions, and he's getting them into another grand final. So, uh, but didn't he? He's an employee of AFL Queensland as well. Oh, whoops. Well, hot or not. Anyway, that's hot or not. This has been Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Sammy Watson and Brad Sinclair. Time's beating us again, but we'll be back at 2 o'clock this afternoon for the EDFL preliminary final. We'll talk to you then. Is that hot? You know what I'm talking about?